and welcome to KC360's podcast on navigating college admissions. I'm Christy, your host, and during our time together, we'll cover college admission tips and tricks to help your college search be a success. Today, we're going to talk about dual enrollment. And dual enrollment is a fabulous concept that is not very new, but it just really helps a lot of students in a variety of ways. And so traditionally, dual enrollment means you have a high school student that is enrolled in high school and is also enrolled in a college course. And so they are dually enrolled and they get college credit for their college course as well as high school credit. In the U.S., there are many programs where community colleges locally partner with high schools so that students can take those classes in high school or over the summer, however the case may be, so that it doesn't really disrupt their high school experience and the high school system, per se. Um, Ever since the pandemic, there are a lot of online dual enrollment systems where you can take a class online and also get high school credit. And a lot of homeschool students, but not necessarily limited to homeschool students, opt for this. And I think it's a great option, especially if, um, for two reasons. One, if you're interested in, you know, getting some college credit. But two, if you just want to try out a few classes in a major or two to sort of see if that's what you're interested in studying. It's a great opportunity. A third reason that is good is if um, you just want to try out sort of the college experience and the level of academia within. So when people refer to dual enrollment, that typically means you're in high school and you're enrolled as well in a college class physically or, you know, online these days, either one of those. But college credit is not only limited to dual enrollment courses, and that's the other piece that I want to talk about today is that there are various ways to get college credit in the typical high school system. Um, IB, AP, or even exams like the CLEP test, there's various exams like that that you can take showing mastery of a subject or a lot of um, my students that are TCKs international students CLEP out of a language. And that completely, you know, most of the time their scores are so good that they absolutely get um, most of their language out of the way in college. But all of these are options for college credit. And there's a lot of debate about the benefit between AP over dual enrollment. And I think it's really just a case-by-case basis. You know, I mean, if you're in an IB program, if you have the opportunity for AP, if you can take the CLEP test, all of those things really do help in college credit. And so um, just pay attention to the small and fine print, you know, like what is the required AP score exam to receive credit? What is the IB level? you know score that you need for credit um if you take a dual enrollment class what's the grade requirement in order to get full credit and so those are things you know that you need to go back and check because it's not going to do you any good if you take a dual enrollment class or an AP class and you don't do well in that class or you fail the exam then you've taken a hit in two places right like you don't get credit because of the exam but then it also really tanked your transcript and so keep in mind those kinds of details when you're looking at different things. I had several students one year that took like four or five AP classes in one time and their transcript really suffered. And so don't feel like you have to have pressure to take AP classes 
to boost your resume per se your transcript and then your grades really suffer that's not helpful at all and the college credit is only through the exam not having it on your transcript and so keep that in mind as well that having it on your transcript doesn't automatically give you college credit it's the exam and the score on the AP exam that actually does and the same is true with IB and with CLEP it's the exam score and the final score that really um, has the same impact and if you're in a UK system many universities will give credit for A-levels. And so, you know, if you suspect that they do that, research it, ask your admission counselor because you can get credit for your A-levels as well. And so there's a lot of different places within the academic system that you can go ahead and get credit. And, I mean, I think there's pros and cons to it, really. And, again, it's a very personal student-to-student decision, not even a family one, but a student-to-student decision um, because every student is different. And the pros... I, I feel like you get to try college on. You know, if you're in a college credit class, you kind of get to try that on. It would be a little bit more rigorous um, online or in person. You have the opportunity for college credit, and that would be the case, you know, with any of those things that we offered. AP typically is sort of in between college credit um, level and high school level. You know, it really is kind of an advanced class academically that – sits in between regular classes, even above honors, and then, you know, a college class. And then it's very cost-effective. If you take a dual enrollment class, typically the hourly cost is very reasonable. I know the two that um, I recommend a lot are Columbia International University. They have great dual enrollment rates and level college um, with the New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. They have great rates, like $100 per hour, which normally a college course is three hours so it's three hundred dollars that's a pretty great cost for a college class so look into those costs and know that they're cost effective um, and they're just a great way to sort of try that on love what you've been hearing on the podcast check out our monthly navigator membership it's a free membership that gives monthly resources that are webinars with experts and college tips and tricks that are even far beyond what we've offered here Check it out in the show notes and join today. There are some universities when you have a college class that even if it's on your transcript, they're going to want the college transcript as well. And so just keep that in mind that it's recorded and reflected on your high school transcript, but that you also just do your due diligence and make sure you have it ready from the university that you took the college credit from itself. And there are a handful of cons. Um, Again, just to be weighed out by the student individually, um, it does mean that you'll have a heavier load if you have a college-level class. Um, And again, if you load up with AP or that kind of thing, again, a lot heavier load. You don't want to load up with those kind of classes and risk lowering your GPA because that will affect your scholarships. And so, you know, keep keep that in mind that there's a balance in everything. you know, really, the dual enrollment classes do help you prepare for college um, and have you sort of experience that academic level. AP classes are not college prep type classes, but they are advanced and they can be used for college credit according to your exam grade. Always, always check and make sure that the credit can be transferred. Many times, any tor- any type of dual enrollment credit can be transferred for some type of credit within the university. And the process sort of is you send your your transcript from the university and they'll evaluate it if you've had classes 
if other students have had classes transfer into that university from that college before, then there's already a system. If not, then the department head looks at it, looks at what they have that's comparable, and then will attribute credit accordingly. And so that's pretty much how the how the process works. Um, usually, at a minimum, the classes will transfer in a more general style if um, if it's really specific. But a lot of times, there's an equivalent at you know any university that it'll transfer for. But always check and always ask. Um, and then look at, you know, the college credit policies. And this, to me, is probably one of the most important things. When I recruited for um, a university, I always had a handful of students that were freshmen. You know, they were seniors getting ready to come in as freshmen. And they had taken, they'd been very aggressive with their college credit, their dual enrollment credit. And they would have like 20 or 30 hours in some cases. You know, they had taken some in their junior year, in the summers, and their senior year. And there's universities that have policies about, you know, 20 to 30 hours of transferred credit that will put you in an entirely different classification as a student, like a transfer student. And so just, you know, pay attention to those universities that you have interest and in what their credit policies are, because if you have, say, 20 or 30 hours of, you know, dual enrollment credit and the university considers you a first-year student as and a transfer student that can impact your financial aid packet and so you know and in some cases it can impact your whole experience right like if you're treated as a transfer student you're not going to be in freshman orientation and the freshman dorm and those are all things that you need to ask if you have a high 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 amount of dual enrollment credit and the same is true with a gap year if you have a gap year program that puts you in that kind of high quantity you just need to be aware Um, and you know really if you took a gap year and you took that much of college credit you really are a second year student you've completed your first year and so you don't really probably at that stage after a gap year and that much growth and maturity really I'm not sure you'd want to be in with a freshman but um, you know just be aware that that can impact your financial aid options and your scholarship options if you're coming in as a transfer student. Again, not necessarily anything bad, but just something to be aware of. Um, Most of the families that I worked with that were in that sort of bucket really had an expectation that their student was going to come in as a freshman and have a freshman experience when they had, you know, 34 hours of college credit. And I mean, they were really a second year student. And it's not that this school is trying to be mean. That's just their credit policy. And in some cases, it's a state policy and they don't have any control over it. So just be mindful and just be aware. There's a huge benefit, I think, to dual enrollment. And if your student feels like they can add that on, it's definitely something to try. And I know like Liberty Online, their dual enrollment classes are a lot shorter. And so if you feel like, you know, your student may not, I I, I mean, I love their option because it's shorter. If you feel like your student may not handle a whole semester of a class, then that's a great option too. So Dual enrollment is fabulous. If you have the opportunity to do that or AP or IB or A-level or CLEP, you know, just hang in there to get a little bit more extra college credit and it'll just help, generally speaking, with some of those core classes that, you know, you can knock out and then jump in to um, your major classes. And it'll give you a little bit, you know, more academic rigor if you feel like you're up for that. But Um, it's really not one of those situations that you want to pressure yourself to do. I mean, your senior year should be fun. It will already be as stressful um, just as it is. And so don't add, you know, three extra things to your life unnecessarily. But 
good options. I'll put some notes in the show notes for you just to be aware and um, look forward to your feedback. 